Hey guys, how are you? I normally do the intro where I go, guess what? You know, coming at you live from the frozen tundra that is East Central Alberta, Canada. However, if you want to look at the top of this bald man's head, you will realize that we are far from the frozen tundra that is East Central Alberta. We're actually uh, west. Wouldn't, couldn't call it West Central, but we're definitely west in Tennessee. We have spent... Uh, Quite a few days, well, a couple of days out in the sun now, haven't we, darling? Yes. How you been? You enjoyed it? Yeah. yeah. Your sun hasn't killed you yet? No, I'm burnt. You're I'm... burnt. Yeah, yeah. But could be worse, right? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. That's been a lot of fun. We uh, So last two days, we have spent the whole time at the property. We went out with Corey and Brian yesterday. And then today, we went out with Corey, Brian, and Carrie Brown, right? Yes. Yeah. And... You made yourself a couple of friends there yesterday, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Who was it? What were they? Um, well, Corey had uh, said that she thinks they were Great Pyrenees. Okay. Um, and we kind of guessed about four months old. Okay. And uh, then today we met their owners and found out uh, their names were Sweetie and Duchess. Sweetie and Duchess. Yep. So yesterday, for instance, you ended up. Um, well, okay. They were scared, right? They didn't want to come near us. Yes. And so you well, just, nervous, nervous, sure. Yeah. Which was fine. But you decided to feed them. Well, what's the way to their heart through their tummy, right? Yeah. Okay. So we, I had Fritos. Fritos. <laughs> it's the best thing you could give them. And what'd you end up doing? You end up feeding them and they laid there and fell asleep on the side of the road for hours. Yeah. Yeah. Food, keeping me, keeping me food company. and water. Yeah. The, yeah. You, you and Corey sat there and hung out with the dogs while Brian and I, well, you two talked and we talked too, right? So, yeah, we have, uh, I know we, we get requests all the time to do these live ramblings from the road. People like to hear from us for what we do, where we run around, what we've been up to. And for us, we have been spending the time in the woods trying to keep the, the ticks away, haven't we? Yeah. Have you had any? Um, I had a... Uh... Um, I had a little one yesterday and I had one today, but they didn't light on me or anything. Not too so, bad. No. no. Yeah. Same with, I, I don't think I've had any on me. We've Not that I've seen, but they're really little. They are really, so, really tiny. So they're just babies. But, um, but I, I don't think that was the only two I've seen. Yeah. So the, we, today, uh, there was, uh, Brian, Brian Alexovich and Corey Alexovich from the Lots Project, Carrie from... Strong Roots Resources. We all walked up around the property and, and Carrie did an incredible assessment so far. Now, we did an on, we attempted today to do an on-site live stream, but we were down in the bottle, bottom of the gully and really didn't have a lot of, I, I couldn't get this, the signal out very good. So we recorded it. The audio is pretty good. I'm going to have to frig with it a little bit to get it out there for you guys. But there will be an audio at least coming of Carrie, Brian, and myself sitting on the box of the truck for an hour, shooting the shit, talking about how much we enjoy the property. So now from there, it's been pretty exciting, hasn't it? The land. I've really enjoyed it so far. We've gotten out there and we've had a, a great time. We've walked it up and down, found some bones, found what we think might be a spring. What else did we find? Uh, oh, some berry plants. Yep. Some pecan or pecan trees, depending on how you pronounce I did, it. Well, I didn't go in the woods with you guys today, so I didn't no, see what that's true, but that's okay. We, we found yeah. all that stuff. So um, tonight, one thing, I'm, well, we're going to talk more about the land as we go along, but uh, something kind of boring and whatever, but something we do as we travel is laundry on the road. Hey, yeah. So what are some tips and tricks for doing laundry when you're traveling? What, what have we learned so far? Um. Well, always make sure you have quarters. Yeah, that's the first thing because yeah. surprisingly, most of the hotels don't have changed the front desk. Yeah, actually, well, a lot of hotels, like you can almost say that most of them are cashless. Well, that's true. Because they, they always require a card. They so. do everything with credit card, right? Yeah, so I, I can imagine why they wouldn't have any change. But always make sure, you're, like if you're going for a long time, I would make sure you have a roll of quarters. Oh, sure. Yeah. That would probably be the best bet. But um, but we got ours from the car wash. So yes. That was easy enough. And um, if you're sensitive like what we are, always bring your own laundry soap. That's the big one for me because yeah. you know that I cannot handle any weird. No, either can I. So. Itchy kind of laundry, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, no, it's got to be. 
So we always put uh, our fabric softener sheets in a, in a Ziploc bag and, and we always bring our own laundry stuff, but we use a pretty generic one. So we're like, because like, we, yeah, we had some, so we, I slide it in the back door. Uh, I keep it there because you just, you never know. I mean, mm -hmm. we could be stuck away and need to do some laundry, but I have a, um, a little bag of the sheets and then we had a, what would that water be? Bottle. Yeah. A pint of maybe or half pint. I don't know. Anyway, 500 milliliter bottle, water bottle full of laundry soap, except we didn't refill it. So we only yeah. had enough for one one load, right? Well, I had intentions of bringing the pods. Right. But uh, I, I think I forgot. The, well, obviously yeah, we I forgot, forgot them, the but pods, I, so we I didn't remember. I couldn't remember where I actually put the container. Right. But um, yeah, because we use Purex. So it's pretty easy to find. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so and the other thing is a fold up laundry bag. Not yes. many people think about that because when you're in a hotel room, the first thing that we run into almost all the time is are we going to put our dirty laundry in? So you got a couple of options. One, you put it in the other side of your suitcase and you end up with <laughs> dirty laundry mixed in with clean laundry. Yeah. So that sucks. Or you do what we did for years and we would take that stupid laundry bag or dry dry cleaning bag, whatever it is. Yeah, from the hotel. From the closet. And they have some kind of weird strip on them that you tear off. And so you try to put the laundry in and it's like, have you ever... Well, I think you could get like one pair of pants in them. One right? pair. And then they always tear. So you, you put the clothes in and it's like tear, tear, tear. And it just doesn't work. So we, um, so yeah, so a laundry bag, make sure you have a small container of laundry soap so you don't end up giving yourself a nasty old rash or something. Mm -hmm. uh, dryer sheets and change. Change is a good, you know, five or $10 in quarters will go a long way because for us, we ended up having to run just to the local car wash next door, but, but it wasn't you, that bad. But if you have a roll, you can just take what you need out of the roll and they're neatly contained in the little paper, right? Yes. So, so that, that's easy to travel with because you just keep it in the glove box. Yeah. And it works. Yeah. Works yeah. really good. But yeah. And then just don't leave it yeah. <laughs> because you never know what will happen. We've done. Uh, yeah. There. Martinson family says, I try to throw. Can you see okay there, baby? Yeah, I, I try to throw in a mesh laundry bag left over from my army days. We keep <laughs> we keep saying we need to get a mesh laundry bag. Well, you know what, though? I have bought two mesh laundry bags. Right. From Ikea. Oh. Remember those? And. We, we bought one the one time and we used it. Yep. We brought it home. We threw it down the stairs to wash the clothes and the damn thing never came back up. No. So the didn't. next time we were in the city, I we ended up going to Ikea again. I bought, I'm like, okay, I'll buy another one. It's only, I think they're like 99 cents or whatever. Right. So I went and bought another one and damn, that didn't end up in the basement again. It's still not. <laughs> so I know. It's, it's like the grocery bags, right? Oh yeah. For, for our non-Canadian friends, you may not understand this struggle so much, but at least where we are, uh, grocery bags are non-existent now. You basically have to have full-on reusable grocery bags. And so because of that, we never remember to bring them with us. So every time we get into the grocery store, guess what? We don't have any. No. Hey, honey, do you think we should? Oh, shit. Yeah, we should. Or before we're going out to get them. So, yeah, this is what it ends up being. So we ended up going to... What was that called? Five, five and under or five below five below. Yeah. Well, it's not five below. Cause there was stuff in there. Some, I'm somebody's going to probably say, yeah, I don't think so. But, uh, um, five below the, the stuff was $20 and more there, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, and, and I bought like this cheap old oh, hairbrush cool. and, I, and I'm thinking, okay, well it's five below. So it's going to be like a dollar and get up there and scan it. It's $5. Like or $7. Wasn't it? Or no, was that, it? that brush was $5. Okay. And it's like the same type of thing that we can get at Dollarama and it's actually a dollar. That is very So I was kind of shocked that it was five, and I was like, well, I have to have it, so. So where have we been? I'm just trying to think. So the last night we did, last live stream we did was in uh, Minot, wasn't it, on the second night? No, I think we did one in, didn't we do one in Omaha? No, I don't no? think so. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think this was it. Yeah, we did it the, yeah, the next, the second night. Hey, who do we got in here tonight? We got Hunter. Hey, Hunter. Said the doll, I know. So said the Dollar Tree is now a dollar twenty-five tree. Mm -hmm. So here's the deal. It was a dollar twenty-five when it first opened in Canada, and I went up there like, oh, <laughs> that's dollar. Well, so you go up there and you can see there is a shadow where the dollar twenty-five sign used to be. They took it off, and now the prices are going up. So yeah, I think it's a dollar fifty store now. It's or whatever. It, yeah, right. Um, Garden Girl says like Dollar Tree has stuff for five dollars now. Same with Dollar our Dollarama, and they don't have Dollarama down here. No, 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 that's Canadian. No, so we have Dollarama, and actually, I used to work there, and everything used to be a dollar, and then it started creeping up to like the dollar fifty, the dollar 
or like the dollar twenty five, the dollar fifty, um, the you know the two dollars, and then now there's stuff in there that's like four dollars, five dollars, six dollars. But the problem is, it's the same crap. Yeah, like it's not it's it's stuff that was any, used to be a dollar or a dollar. Yeah, like yeah. It, and when I worked at the Dollarama, like we get the stuff in, you're like, oh man, that's so nice, and then you see the that's four dollars or five dollars. You're like, but that. It's it was not a worth dollar it. last year, it's right? It's just cheap so. Chinese plastic every single yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, oh, Hunter says the 99 cent store sells up to $50. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, they had um the five below. They they had stuff that was like $20 and $25. And I was like, I thought it was, was a five below store. Like I thought that yeah, I had no idea. meant it had to be under $5, but apparently not. We did get some good finds today. So because whenever we go to the States, we always love to go into all the different stores that we can find. And we were on our way to our land today, and we stopped in the, the last big size town before we get to our property is Parsons, right? Yes. And so we stopped there this morning, and I bought a hatchet. No, not a hatchet, a machete, some spray paint, some flagging tape. We also stopped at a grocery store and seen they had some really big, what are they, are they number 10? I can't remember. They're the big cans anyway. And we're like, we got to come back and get some. Yeah. So we come back, and we bought two cans of the big cans, sweet potatoes. Uh, molasses or um, pork and beans, pork and beans, chopped tomatoes, uh, green no. beans, corn, and green beans, corn, and peas, and peas. Yes. Yeah. So we got a bunch of big stuff to stock up the pantry with. So and it was cheap. They're about eight bucks a can, weren't they? Or yeah, a little better. Well, it's cheaper than we have up home. So. Oh yeah. And, and I never see those up home. So. No, no, they're they're almost. And if they are, they're like twenty five dollars. You know, they're they're. I imagine probably the Costco Business Center would have them, but I think they're really overpriced. Well, one of my rules of thumb is never buy anything in a can from Costco because I have yeah. never once seen something in a can at Costco that you couldn't buy somewhere else cheaper. The The closest thing I found has been the canned chicken, yeah. and even that is still expensive, right? But so. they're they're bigger cans, though, than what a tuna can. Be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not bad. So anyway, we got... Yeah, so we're excited to bring that stuff home with us for sure. And, and so you should almost go grab one of the cans. Oh, sure. I'll, I'll grab yeah. one in a minute before we close yeah. down. And yeah, so uh, sipping some of the 15-year-old bourbon again tonight. That's gonna, you promised to... Barrett some of that. That's oh, gonna be gone it won't be gone. <laughs> no, I will save it for my brother-in-law. We also found some, oh, yeah, strawberry-flavored strawberry flavored, flavored uh, oh, Dr. Pepper Zero. This yeah, stuff. right here. So that stuff right this there. is the type of thing we can't find in Canada. So it's not bad. You know, I know not a lot of people like pop out there and they hate the diet stuff, but that seems to be we, our We our are thing. pop drinkers. Yeah, yeah, that's our, so. that's my vice. Yes. Anyway, I don't smoke. Can I? Hunter says canned chicken enchiladas with a smoked pepper. I would honestly try that, Hunter, and I don't really like that. Yeah. Where's that from? Uh, he was, we were just talking about the canned chicken from Costco. Oh, okay. That would be, I, okay, I hate to say this. I don't exactly know what is in an enchilada. I know it's, you know, I, because my experience with Mexican food is, is ta Taco Bell and they will name 130 <laughs> different things, different names, and they all taste the same. So yes. So the diet strawberry is, yeah. Hunter's talking about the Dr. Pepper, mm. the diet, the diet strawberry Dr. Pepper is whole. Oh, it's really, really close to being as good as the cream soda. I like, I'm better. hoping I can find some cases of the cream soda because that's my favorite. Yeah, we can't find the diet stuff anywhere. So we're, we're going to bring it. We're going to bring some back with us. So, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, hey, Garden Girl said Sarah Hathaway from the Changing Earth. So, babe, I don't know if you know, Sarah's the one that I'm doing the voices, a couple of voices yep. for in her audio drama. Said Sarah Hathaway was talking about enchiladas with canned chicken the other night. Oh, well, I will reach out to Sarah on our signal group. We've got a signal group for all the PBN hosts, and I will see if I can get a copy of it, and I will share it out with you guys. Yeah, there you go. So Hunter says, I heard it off PBN as well. <laughs> Garden Girl says, love all things Dr. Pepper. Now, <laughs> uh, this is going to sound weird, but the Dr. Pepper in the States tastes better than Dr. Pepper in Canada. The Dr. Pepper in the States tastes like what I remember in high school. Yeah. So I don't know what the difference is, but there is because... In Canada and the U.S., two different companies distribute Dr. Pepper. Well, and we're more regulated up there. Oh, yeah. We, yeah, yeah. They have to protect so, us from ourselves. They absolutely do, yeah. Because so. we're wild cards. We, you know, we're crazy up there. Mm -hmm. We don't pay enough taxes yet, right? So. No, but we have to be protected. Yes. Haas wants to know how the road's treating us. Good. Pretty freaking good, isn't it? Yeah. Can I... 
can I share with them your excitement a little bit or not? Your, your, your idea you come up with on the road? Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you want to. You sure? Yeah. Okay. So um, I'm going to share with you guys something pretty cool here in a few minutes. So Haas asked how the road was treating us. And uh, we love we love traveling. You guys yeah. know this. And we love seeing everybody out there. So we've got to hang out with some of our whom I consider our closest friends in the world. And we live kind of half a continent away from them. But we spent two full days or two two afternoons with Corey and Brian from the Lots Project. We spent the afternoon today also with Carrie Brown, people whom I could spend every day with because there's something exciting about being around people who come up with great ideas, who are encouraging, who are like-minded, who are non-judgmental. Because for those of you out there, and I know there's some listening, that is the key to being a real anarchist is I don't give a shit about what you want to do. I just want to do what I want to do. And if you don't steal my shit or hurt me, I'm good. And that when you find your people, it's pretty special, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. So we we hung out and uh, we had a great time. We spent a ton of time. We'll talk a little more about the land. I don't want to ruin it all because we recorded a big episode with with Brian and, and uh, Carrie today. So well, you can, you can still talk. I will. About yeah. I mean, you're not going to ruin it. No, I won't remember everything, but yeah, it was, but we'll talk about it. Yeah. So what else? Uh, okay. So Hunter says texture canned chicken is off a little bit. It's not noticeable in the enchiladas probably because it's chopped up or yeah. something. Right. But this is cool. So garden girl says, if we make it down to Texas, we need to check out the Dr. Pepper museum. Oh yeah. And um, Hunter says, I miss a and W uh, diet. Isn't it? It, so I have, Okay, I have been drinking the Diet A&W since I've been down here, and it's not the same. It doesn't taste the same as some of the other root beers I've had in the past. So you're right. It's good, but it almost has a bit of a licorice flavor to it. So people are going to be like, did we tune in tonight to talk about pop? <laughs> we talk about whatever we want. Yeah, so, yeah. And uh, yeah, Haas says he doesn't like the Diet um, Doctor or um, root beer either, but the original was his jam of the day. So... Anyway, so how's the road treating us? Well, here's the thing. We would drive. I would drive. So I drove I drove the whole way. Not because Becky wouldn't drive, but I just love to drive. I get in the zone and I will drive. And we, I think I make you a little nervous. Uh, no, no, <laughs> babe, you're good. I, I've, I've slept in the car a couple of times, which is almost impossible. But Yeah, but you're just a driver. I am. I'm a driver. I love to drive. So we've got it. Our trip from you know as long as we don't run into the the world's worst 420 storm our trip is three exactly 10 hour driving days it's easy and the thing is i thought about doing it in two days the problem is if you extend it hey byron robert's good to have you if you extend the trip you end up just killing yourself Mm -hmm. because in my mind three 10 hour driving days is perfect two 15 hour driving days and then by the time you get to to camden you're beat and you got to recoup for a full day so i'd rather so what we do is um let's see uh yeah so three 10-hour trips so we leave from provost we go first night's in minot north dakota second night is in omaha nebraska and then third night we're in camden or wherever we need to go in tennessee 10 hours usually when my bladder's working properly two stops a day right yeah two to three yeah the first day was like 17 but (laughs) that's because it was six hours of white knuckle driving so we made it down we had a good time Haas says i love driving and no potty breaks yeah <laughs> i do my best we i i do my damnedest to not end up um going below half a tank i don't always do that sometimes i get in the zone and i keep going and i pay the price for it but i do try to stop around half a tank because it just makes me feel good i like to know i've got it at least a half a tank in there when we're driving so yeah but it, it's good we had a good time we came through uh where did oh we came through and i don't know what town it was it was in kentucky guys and it looked and i don't mean this in a bad but it, it used to have a rice factory and it was completely oh it was awful what, what would be the word it, i mean the town looked post-apocalyptic we should have went and filmed some stuff because it honestly felt like something that hadn't been touched in two decades right yeah it was crazy so we enjoyed it we saw it uh today yeah yeah hunter says you drive all sleep that's what that's the, i sleep that's yeah. the rule yep and then she gets up she's like how long do i sleep and i'll be like four hours she's like oh good all right <laughs> but we, yeah we did good and we we got and the great thing is is when you only travel 10 hours a day when you stop places you still have some daylight you still have some energy to, to run around and explore to go out for a nice meal to relax to stretch your legs to feel better by the time you get there right uh 
might have been. I think it was Byron. Byron says, was it Mayfield? Man, you, you'd know better than I would. It was right close to the Tennessee border. I think it was Mayfield. It might have been. Yeah. It, and I really hope I didn't just offend somebody who lives there, but it was insane. I could not believe there was almost nothing left. They had a Dollar General. They did have a Dollar General. <laughs> they had a Dollar General. I, you know, they used to say that um, cockroaches would survive the, the uh, a nuclear bomb. I do believe that Dollar Generals would survive. Because they spring up in the weirdest fucking places. I've never you'll seen ever so see. many sometimes. Like, never. Well, just in and like in the most. How many are rural. in Camden? Well, between between Camden, so it's forty-one miles from here to where we turn off to our property. Yeah. Four dollar generals. Four or five. Four or five dollar generals in that stretch. So it was, yeah, you know, it was it was something else. I I, I do know. still have to go in one though. Yes, we yeah. we went in one in Nashville last year. Yeah, it was really dumpy. So, so I'm going to oh, try these ones. Byron says half the town was hit with a tornado in December 2021. Okay, if that's that, the right one. That... Yeah, I'll have to look. I'll look back on the map and see. I can check my Google um, Google map oh, as well. See, just see. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so it I, it may have been, but it to be honest and not to be mean or anything. It looked more like something that just hadn't been lived in in decades, just completely down. Uh, Haas says, I use Google Maps for all the places to explore when going through a town I'm interested in. You can even add it, add to it for others to enjoy. Yeah, that's a good idea. So, oops, sorry, baby. Um, yeah, I love to leave good reviews if we go to a restaurant and I leave it on uh, Google reviews and, and I get tons of uh, feedback on those. I like that. So I'll, I'll have to remember that, Haas, because... When you're driving, you don't get to see a lot. Like I like driving through Kansas City because you go past the stadium there and I enjoy it. But and they have the beautiful upright bridge that you go across, which is cool. Now, somebody else might know this, but we spent the night in Omaha, out near the airport. There is an overpass that goes over the interstate, and it has some of the weirdest looking iron metalwork slash uh what would you call that, baby? Um it's like modern art of some sort. I forgot to Google it to see what it was, but if anybody happens to know what it is out there, it was cool, but I couldn't figure out what it looked like. Yeah, but it might have been... Might have been Mayfield? I don't know. No? Um, well, because Mayfield has like a Wendy's and everything. Oh, yeah. No, it was a lot smaller now. I will, I will track that. back through where we went and figure it out. But um, to the person, the gentleman that messaged me and told me about maps.me beforehand... I really, really enjoyed it, and it was. Uh, we used it a couple times when the when our data went out, and it was perfect because I was going right through Kansas City, and I thought I was going to have to switch over again because it was. Uh, I lost data a couple times, but it's been really good. I for any of those Canadians out there that might be coming down, uh, I ended up switching to a Canadian U.S. plan for like an extra ten bucks a month, and it, I have no issues anymore. And the cool thing is, here's the other cool thing about this. So when you're down at our property. Uh, which one was it that Brian and Corey are on? Was it Verizon? I think it was Verizon. Verizon, yeah. Yeah, so Verizon doesn't have any service down where we are. But with a Canadian phone, I'm allowed to hook into a um, any, any tower I want to. So we were able to get a decent connection. And if we go up just a little bit, we could get a... Yeah, we were on AT&T. Yes. And yeah. we will totally be able to live stream from the property. We just have to go up a little higher in a couple places. So mm -hmm. um, Hunter says... There's a new app out, Tottable. I don't remember, but it works off your GPS. Hmm. And, oh, it says you get to hear stories about whatever location you're at. Sounds like a cool idea. Mm -hmm. That is a cool idea. I like that a lot. And there is the king of emojis himself, Ted McDonald. Great to have you, brother. Always appreciate your support. We're, we're fairly close to you, Ted, but this is as close as we're going to get this year. Is Well, we're going to we're heading tomorrow morning. Oh, well, anyway, got something else exciting to happen tomorrow morning. But when once we head out of Camden, we're heading to Gordonsville and close to where Nicole lives. So I'm recording a podcast with uh, John Willis tomorrow morning around 830. So that'll be good. Don't know if it'll be live or if it'll be pre-recorded and you'll get it later on. So that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, as far as how the road's been treating us, we saw a crazy accident today. It was insane. So in the five or so hours we were at our property, we went out, we came back. Transport driver must have either fell asleep, was on his phone, or swerved to miss a small vehicle and went down across somebody's lawn, up through and hit a massive tree, didn't he? Yeah. Just tore the front end. He he looked fine, which yeah. they typically are in trucks, you know. 
but uh, the truck wasn't fun. Yeah, <laughs> Hunter just said now he's getting Dollar General ads. Thanks, guys. <laughs> if you're being serious, Hunter, that is hilarious because <laughs> Brian and I were talking about that today. He's like, whenever he wants to see videos on something, he just talks about it in front of his phone and then he scrolls ahead on TikTok and it shows up. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, our hotel's nice. It has uh, biscuits and gravy, so that makes me happy. Even though you know they're they're good, but yeah, they are. And, even uh, though there's more, no uh, Waffle House. Around no, here. no, there, there's a Waffle House a little further than a half hour's drive away, yeah. but too far for us to go to for when you know when we have it included in. Our, well, the hotel in Gordonsville, the Waffle House is right right next door, so, so you can go three times a day. I will finally give you guys pictures of a Waffle House because that's just how I roll. Because I can't come to the south without yeah, so. Uh, what else have we done? Oh, yeah. So I guess back to our property, eh? Mm -hmm. It's pretty exciting. You guys have heard we're, uh, we're going to have, well, like you said, baby, I'm going to be down here seven or eight weeks. Oh, Hunter said check Telegram. Can you open that up for me, baby? Telegram? Yeah. So we were in, yeah. So um, I'm on a laptop while I'm traveling. So normally I can do like 17 things to, you know, go back and forth on. Uh, like multitask, but with the laptop, I only have one screen. When I'm in the command center at home, we have one, <laughs> two, three. Oh, okay, so, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, so here it is, guys. There's Hunter's Dollar General. Shoppers urged to check receipts after Walmart, Target, and Dollar General fine for overcharging. Oh, yes. <laughs> Ted McDonald says, we love Waffle House, like Cracker Barrel, but with more fights. And, and the staff is absolutely, yep. yeah, you'd have to pick them, right? So. Yeah, and uh, Haas says, I always hit that thumbs up when I walk in the door. It's a habit now. Thanks, Ted. Ted says, make sure you hit that thumbs up for Toolman Tim's workshop, y'all. Appreciate it. Absolutely. So we got on the road today. We went down. Like I said, we stopped at a small town hardware store, stopped at a small town grocery store, and then we went to the land for a while. Yeah. And so, hey, oh. there he is. There's Brother Brian. Good to have you. I uh, haven't posted on social yet, but we got a really nice picture of the whole gang together today. Yeah. We had a lot of fun. Brian, you know, I'm still on the fence about him. He's it's kind of a dick, but I I guess we'll keep him, hey? Yeah. <laughs> they they did. I oh, have I showed it? Oh shoot, it didn't. It's out in the truck. They made the very first cabin for what did we decide we we're gonna call it? The the workshop gully. Gully. The workshop gully. That's what we're gonna call it. Where we so anybody who comes down there and for us um group. Members in the group will also call it the delinquent gully, but it's it's down the bottom of a gully. You go off a gully to get in there. So we're going to call it the workshop gully. And it is a, a pretty cool little place. We walked the property lines. We found, like I said, we found um, what we believe is a spring or at least a seep from a spring. So we know we have water there. We found four or five really good flat sections where we can, hey, hey, there you are, Chuck Peoples. Yes, we are. Chuck says, are, hey, folks, you are so for the border. Yeah, we are. We're, we're down in, <laughs> yes. Oh, gul gulch or gully? I think it's gully, isn't it? Gully. Yeah. yeah, it's gully. Yeah. Workshop gulch sounds good too. But yes, yeah, we, we, we're going to call it the workshop gully. And uh, so it'll be good. So yeah. Um, so we're going to, the plan so far, we found a nice kind of walking path to get up. We're going to build a, I know, well, I say we, it's really going to be Brian mostly at this point because he's going to be here till I get back. Eight weeks, seven, six, seven, eight weeks, somewhere in that neighborhood, September, October, we're going to be down here. We're going to do. No, I'm not going to. Be no, there. sorry. We, I, I, I use the rural, the royal we. Me, uh, I, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, just me. So going to be down here. Brian and Corey will still be in the area for the most part. And we're going to get a, an, an outhouse or a composting toilet set up we're going to get some land so we can walk in and uh, yeah ted says a bit that's true so we are a three-day drive and we're halfway to ted's house from home right so yeah. uh oh carrie and <laughs> i love the carrie and him are talking about a nice little pond so yeah. <laughs> it was so good to see you guys today so i can't wait to see them both at uh lftn for a little bit as well so we're, we're heading there tomorrow but um, and like I said, we've got a really good recording that I need to chop up a little bit because technical gremlin. So we will have that uploaded to the podcast feed later this week. You'll get to hear mostly Carrie and Brian talk while I just sit there with a dumb smile on my face saying, yeah, I know what I'm talking about. Oh, you'll probably have that uploaded tonight. Yeah, but I won't be putting, I probably won't be putting it. Yeah, we got to space it out, right? Yeah, so, wow, yeah. whatever. Yeah. So we got, we're going to get land in there. We got, we found four or five 
places. We put one for the main area or the base camp, and then we're going to put at different levels, probably about four different um, bunk houses, right, baby? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be good. And uh, <laughs> Brian says, great to see you. Uh, have an extra elbow, Becky. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Oh, 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 Always invading my space. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Chuck says, I will come and see you. I'll be moving very soon and we'll be much closer to you, only a couple hours from your property. That is awesome, Chuck. I can't wait to see you. It's going to be a good time. And uh, so the way it looks is I will be down here at least for, I'm going to be going to Prepper Camp, Self-Reliance Festival. We're going to be up in Kansas for an event and at least one more. So it's going to be a busy kind of time. But right before Self-Reliance Festival, at least a two-day event, we are going to be having a work day or workshop work day. I don't know what the hell we're going to call it, but we're going to have a bunch of people down there. We're all going to camp on the property. We're going to work. We're going to cut. We're going to learn. We're going to eat. We're going to drink. It'll be a fun time, won't it? So if you're interested, let me know. Uh, don't, there won't be any charge for it. It's There's just, no charge yeah, for it. It's no. just going to be you guys show up with uh, empty bellies, open minds, and strong backs, and we will put you to work, and we'll have fun with it, and it'll be a... Yeah, and Carrie will teach you a bunch of stuff about bushcrafting and different things. So it'll be a good time. I can't and wait. And we'll feed you. Yeah, we'll feed you. The property, Brian has been exploring it quite a bit. There's a, a really cool logging road up behind the... Yeah, I knew you'd say that, Chuck, Chuck says County Men. Absolutely, brother. We will have you there. <laughs> oh, tell Brian that we went and talked to the hoppers. Oh, yes, just going to say that. So Brian discovered a logging road up at the top of the, the back of our property, which will make it significantly easier to get materials in there we weren't sure we couldn't find one uh one group of people that uh, lived on the property but we found our neighbors behind they were called the hoppers uh yeah uh yeah. sheila and martin really nice old couple elderly couple we stopped and had a probably 15 minute chat with them yep. and they said no problem anytime you need to cross back there now we still need to get permission to get on the road but she said it was someone completely different now yes yeah. now it's a gentleman in the brick house uh, Brian, if Brian had seen it, it's the brick house on the left side. Um, his name is Lenny or Laney. Yeah. And she said he works at the pallet factory and he'll be there <laughs> after five o'clock and we have to go. And we'll go she said, but him. he's really, really super nice and he probably shouldn't have a problem with it. Yeah. So it was yeah. nice. We, we figured it was time to meet the neighbors, at least yeah. some of them, the best we could. Well, we got to go on their property. So yes. we have to, you know, you have to meet those. And we just want to get comfortable. And there's another yeah. gentleman out there living off the grid. We were going to stop and talk to him, but there was no sign of life when we went by his place no. today. So, but we had a, yeah, we had a, a really productive day. Yeah. And I don't think this old dome of mine got too sunburnt at all, did it? No, but we should get you a hat. Yeah. Oh, I know. Be quiet with your hat shit. You know, I know, I know. I need a hat. It's mm -hmm. true. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, beyond that, there, there's a lot of work to do there, but it's going to be fun. We are, um, when we barbecue and yes. Yeah, we, we, we're going to have a, we're going to put a fire pit in there. Um, yeah. Brian even found a nice flat section up top where we're going to put the main, this is down the road. Mm -hmm. We're going to put the main house there, or at least the main cabin. And we can, uh, we can drink our coffee and watch the sunrise to the east in the morning and sit on the other deck and drink and have our bourbon and watch the sun come down uh, at night. So well, and Carrie good. said the water was cold enough in the spring you could put six packs of beer. Yes, we could there. put beer down in there and it would at least bring it up to yeah. groundwater temperature, which would be good. But yeah, it, uh, it's a nice spot. Um, and Carrie is just amazing. If you guys need somebody to help you with that, absolutely. Oh, get a Tilly. Yeah, you know the Tilly hats? Yep. They, they're the wide brim and they float. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, if you can get them to wear a hat. Yeah, I know. Hunter says super happy for y'all, a little jealous. That's okay. We, I, It's good. You, and if you ever want to come this way and stay on the land, we want to turn this into something, like a, a place for the community to come. Yeah, because we, we can't be down here year-round. So no. um, when we're not here, the places are going to be sitting empty. And Tim and I came up with the idea that if people wanted to come stay, and you can stay for free and do a little bit of work and in exchange for work on the land that has to be done. And yeah. we're going to do up a whole checklist and just check off what you do. And, and yeah, that's yeah. Like it, it's going to be like a, you know, like if you want to stay for a month and paint a couple rooms in the cabin, then stay for a month. Right. Ted says SPF 50. Well, I sprayed SPF hundred on my head this morning. <laughs> I have to wear SPF hundred. Yeah, yeah. So she buys it for her. I yeah. forgot to use it yesterday. That was the problem. And, and I didn't use it yesterday. And the old shit just rolled down in my eyes because 
just shave my head. So the sweat just rolls, gets down in your eyeballs, and that's the end of that. So, but yeah, it's been, we, we love it in Camden, don't we? We yep. really, hey, look at this. Um, oh, I like this. Gunfighter concealment looks like it said, after your last side hustle video, a pressure washer on a trailer, land it in my lap for next to nothing. Changed out the O-rings. It works just fine now. I have another business. Funny how things work. Nice. Right on, Gunfighter. I love, absolutely love. You know what? I'm. It's gonna... all. It's always fun when you can find a really good deal on something too. Oh yes, it? that I that got... even makes your day even more exciting. That that makes. I, I love. You guys know. I absolutely love hearing about people who manage to to get something for nothing, fix it with a little bit of sweat equity, but more than that, turn it into another business. Well, and yeah, but like to get it for like a really good deal too. Yes. Like that's that's an extra bonus because it even makes you feel better, especially when you get it going. Um, Ted McDonald says, damn Yankees. So it's time for us to have a discussion about that because <laughs> I, you guys need to know something. In Canada, for the most part, we use the term Yankee to refer to any and all Americans. There is no North and South thing like with you guys. So... <laughs> Outside of the U.S., the term Yankee is kind of a slang for an American. Not a nasty slang, just nope. a, you know, you're a Yankee. So, or a Yank. Yeah. And that's mm -hmm. just something we never knew there was a difference of for a long time. So if yeah. we called somebody down south a Yankee, I think they'd be pretty mad at us, wouldn't they? So I didn't I didn't know it was. There was a difference? Thing. Yeah. No, because we, well, I lived in a border city. Right. And we always would ask, like, hey, are you Yank? And that's so, what, yeah, like what's the opposite of a Yankee guy? So if you're not because the Yankees from the north, I believe, and you're for, if you're from the south, what is it just a southern? I don't know. I'm just curious because I never we didn't know that for a long time, right? Yeah. So anyway, so if somebody can throw that up there, if somebody knows, oh, what do we got here? So Ted says I got a brand new in the box 10 inch sliding double bevel miter saw today at Lowe's for eighty nine dollars. Ted walks in and steals stuff. That's what he does. <laughs> Because I've never Why met somebody $89? $89, he says. Really, what he means is some guy threw it on the back of his truck and it drove away. But if you guys ever and was gonna pay need a deal, I don't know how Ted does it, but he figures out ways to, to end up um, hacking the low system. He knows how to get things for cheap. It's friggin' awesome. I love hearing about that, Ted. And uh, Haas says, I see one guy use a pressure washer to go around and wash garbage cans. I talked about that years ago. Yeah. 10 or $15 a can. You could knock, how many cans could you wash in a day? Mm -hmm. I mean, you could, what, 50 easily, you know? Yeah. So, oh and yeah. Some of the, and some, some of those bins get pretty nasty. Yeah. Martin says gringo is the opposite <laughs> of Yankee. And then Ted calls us racist. So <laughs> I know. No, I, that's not racist, Ted. That's inclusion. <laughs> Yank versus Southerner. Okay. Southerner. Yeah. That's what I thought. It was. And uh, gunfighter says Southerner, redneck, or if you're down here in Florida, it's cracker. <laughs> why do i have to say it like that you dirty cracker <laughs> now, now we're in trouble we're gonna yeah. get shut down so yeah no so going back to the road there's something about being on the road that finally frees your mind a little bit right darling yep so here's the deal guys because i'm driving and i'm you know doing my thing i think i'm really... sleeping you were sleeping hey robin good to have you in here robin holstein said welcome to the south thank you darling <laughs> have a blessed day <laughs> So anyway, we, uh, so there's something that takes a couple of days of being away to kind of get your brain, I don't get the cobwebs out, right? So I've got a great guy. I don't know. He, he did ask me for my podcast link. He's working for me. His name's Nick. He's kicking ass and taking names and he's taking a huge burden off me. I just kind of hired him temporary to start. Oh, he's doing great guys. So if you hear this, Nick, I'm proud of you. But that being said, Mrs. Cook came up with the wildest friggin' idea. So she's, we're just sitting there and we're about halfway through our final day. And she's like, why did I not think of this before? So, do you want to share? <laughs> well, no, I was that? sleeping. Yeah, you I were. woke up and I'm just like, why didn't I ever think of this? But um, so the government of, well, the federal government uh, made an agreement with all the provincial governments. So uh, they allotted so much money for each province for childcare. To create well, child, well, yeah. it, well, for child care in general. You go ahead, I'm scared, so and that know. now there's, um, and part of that creation, well, part of that grant that they're offering is a space creation grant. So basically what they do is they need people to create daycare spaces and they, pay, they give you so much per space as a grant. Well, 
you don't have to be open. You just have to have the intent of opening and you have to have your license application submitted. So what I like, I, I kind of vaguely mentioned it to Amy, but I just kind of flew with it. So we base, I've put in the request to a couple real estate agents where we're going to expand the daycare to Lloyd Minister and to Edmonton. Which is so a city an hour away and a city two and a half hours away. Yeah. But so for instance, and, and Becky, she, she undersells herself because she's been <laughs> on the phone because she gets excited, motivated and wants to get this shit done. She's been on the phone. She's been talking to realtors looking for a space to rent or lease. Mm -hmm. But the crazy thing is, how many people do you have on a waiting list for a non-existent daycare well, I, so far? I posted in just Lloyd Minister, which is the smaller of the two cities, uh, this morning at 8.30. 8.39 o'clock, I posted it. Yeah. And it was just a feeler post. So basically just asking if there was uh, that I would just letting people know I was putting feelers out to see if there was any need for childcare uh, for a licensed daycare in Lloyd. And by... It was nine o'clock and then by 10.30, no, no, by 9.30. By 9.30. By yeah. 9.30, I had 23 kids on the wait list. <laughs> 23? And, when we talked last, it was nine. That's yeah, incredible. And, well, no, that, that was this morning. You say how much I don't pay attention to you. As of this afternoon, I'm probably close to 40. 40 people on a waiting list. 40 children, and that's in the span of like five hours. And this, this is in a city where nobody can get childcare. There's a one yeah. to two year wait for childcare, yeah. right? So we're going to, because why not? If it yeah. takes going up there and staying for a few weeks to get it settled, mm -hmm. the big thing, honestly, is finding an appropriate space and then finding good staff that we will well, pay well. And the thing with um, with the uh, the space creation grant is that it, it will give us enough of a grant so that we can cover five years of a lease and basically start up the center so that these spaces can be created. Right. And we know so, how important it is to have good staff. We know yep. how important it is to pay them well. And here's the thing. Miss Rebecca Jean here has put together an incredible system. She knows now that we've done it once, it's yep. replicatable. You know, replicable. Well, and that's what I was explaining yeah. to Amy because um, I was talking to her for 40 minutes on the phone earlier and I was explaining it to her. And uh, she she's always a little nervous. She gets nervous, sure. But I explained to her, I was like, well, there's nothing in this process that we haven't done so right. every we know it all we've I mean, already yeah. and we're already an established daycare we've we're already licensed yeah so basically and what makes it even easier for us is that the licensing officer for lloyd is our licensing officer now right so basically we just i just have to go through the whole steps again but i know the steps and i know what's required so Absolutely. it's not it's not like we're going in blind right not even a little bit. You're no. going in. It's like it's like not even having. What do they say? You got a cold audience, a warm audience, and a hot audience. Well, you yeah. pretty much got a hot audience because. Well, yeah, because I just literally had an inspection two weeks ago. Right. For uh, for the space creation grant. So basically, I know everything they're looking for, and I know everything I need to do. I just need to have the building, and I just need to fill out my application. So it's within reason. It's infinitely replicatable. You know, it is. So, Everything could be. I yeah, mean, and, um, in theory, we could have 10 daycares across the province, right? Well, in theory, I could have this one in Lloyd up and running probably in two months. Right. Yeah. So because we know it, the big thing is, and, and we know, like, I mean, here's the deal, guys. You, you know how I feel, how we feel about the government. However, in our area, if you want to have a child care facility, you have to go through the governmental hoops. You do. Because, well, see, and a, it, lot of, a lot of parents depend on subsidy. Right. And subsidy is very important and if you're not a licensed center then you parents can't, can't parents right. can't get subsidy yeah and so like that that makes it harder on them because we had some parents in our center that were paying over two thousand dollars a month in childcare, right because they weren't in a subsidized center right and then when they come to the subsidized center now they're only paying like a hundred and something dollars a month for two kids right so it, it's that that's a nineteen hundred dollar difference. That is a huge difference, especially right. for young families or single moms or single dads, and and like and that makes a big difference. And we've always said if the government's yeah. going to give away free money with no strings attached, and we all know that they're going to do it one way or the other, 
if they're going to give the money away, we're going to take it because they're going to steal our tax dollars for the rest of our lives. Well, so and if do people it. don't take advantage of this childcare money, then they're it's just going to go back to the federal government. They're, they're going to go blow it on, on something else, else right? Yeah, so. so Haas says once licensed, it's always easier to open several more after the initial. It's like that here in California. Yeah. For sure it is. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and I say two months because it, it's going to take two months to line health inspector, building inspector, fire inspector up, like, because you have to go work on their schedules. Right. But if I could get them all in, within two days, I could have it open in a month. Oh yeah. So yeah. Ted and Robin are making fun of my red head. So if you want oh, to yeah, see, it's here pretty you go. Bad. <laughs> so let's see if I can give you a watch here. Hang on. Oh, there's, there's a middle finger. I didn't mean to do that, but look, there's the white dots. So <laughs> yeah, they're pretty bad. Yeah. It's pretty bad. And so it was that I swear <laughs> I didn't wear any sunscreen or a hat yesterday. Oh, the back so of my got, neck is really yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. So yeah, the, the thing is we haven't, <laughs> we haven't seen a bit of UV or vitamin D <laughs> since like 1947. I think winter was so horrible. I mean, the fact that we drove through a winter storm coming down here. Well, January was about 14 months long. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah, January is 14 months long. And then the summer is three, three and a half days. It's a long weekend. <laughs> yeah, so so we hadn't seen it. So my skin's like, oh my God, what's wrong? But now I'll be good. Once this dies down, I'll be fine and I won't burn again. Well, no. So. Well, you might though. You did last year, remember? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. You're, he's getting like this old man skin now it's starting to it's starting oh, thanks to, it's all sensitive like, oh honey i love you but you're old shrink shrinkled up like a you know you, well, your skin looks see-through you're an old man i, well, I gotta it's true. Remember last trade year, me in how, for a new model how many oh, i can't afford that <laughs> <laughs> no how many um mm -hmm. well how many times did you burn last summer way more than what you did the summer before yeah it's because so, i've spent too many years out in the sun without the proper protection yeah so, so it kind of sucks yeah but, so yeah. now you're going to burn even worse that is true so I should have been smarter about it, but I did put on a hundred SPF spray on suntan lotion. And then it went in so. his eyeballs and he had to rinse it out with baby wipes. It did. Yeah. So because <laughs> he was crying about it. I wasn't crying. My eyes were watering. There's a difference. Shut up. Brian seen you crying. <laughs> yeah. he did. Well, Brian would say that if I was laughing, Brian would say I was crying. So he was crying about like it. a little baby. Yeah. Was in his a eyes. little bitch I am. Right? So. <laughs> so I don't know if you guys heard about this story, but since the last section, we did a, a segment of Stranger Than Fiction the other night and everybody enjoyed Becky's opinions way more than mine. So I found a really cool story while we were eating supper tonight and it is the definition of stranger than fiction. So if you guys haven't heard this yet, let me bring it up here. I got to put me on the spot with these. Oh, you'll love this. You don't, I put you on the spot because you friggin' excel at it. So yeah, give me a second here. We'll bring, I had it up here. So I don't know if you guys heard about the new release, uh, the new release, the new music song that was a huge hit oh, on yeah, the weekend. Yeah. So here it is, guys. When you realize your favorite new song was written and performed by artificial intelligence. Music fans responded with disbelief this week to, real, to realize on streaming. and uh, So I think they got the wrong word there. So basically, music fans woke up this week with disbelief when there was an unannounced release on streaming and social media platforms. The viral song was Heart on My Sleeve. It was supposedly written and sung by two of the biggest names in music right now, Drake and The Weeknd. The, uh, hold on. They said it was so good that they think it even surpasses the talents of those pop stars. Now, I wouldn't necessarily say that, but that's what they said. So here's the deal. They said the hosts of the popular music-related YouTube channel, Law Twins, were among the many who weighed in discussing whether the track which uses AI to simulate the music of pop stars was better or worse. Advances in AI have gotten to the point where the technology can quickly create new songs like Heart on My Sleeve that sounds like they're the work of real artists. Um, this cat is not going back in the bag, is what they said. The popularity and revenue earning potential of AI-generated songs have understandably put music industries, industry gatekeepers on guard. So what do you guys think about that? So here, here's a rundown of it. This wasn't the best story I could find. Basically, a guy who was looking for to promote his AI platform, took some generic SoundCloud rapper rap and turned it into what sounded like Drake and The Weeknd singing it. Released it across all the platforms. Everybody went wild. It had like 100 to 200 million downloads. Everybody thought it was a legit thing. And then Universal Music says, no, 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 this is not legit. So what do they do? They slam everybody with a copyright infringement take it across all the platforms 
And then they say the training of generative AI using our artist music, which represents both a breach of our agreements and copyright law, as well as the availability of infringing content. Anyway, basically what they're saying is you can't do this because you're stealing money out of the artist's pockets. Exactly what they've been doing for 100 years and has only gotten worse when they only pay. Um, yeah. Uh, Haas says, I'm waiting for AI to be working on you in the hospital. <laughs> so well, what do the, you think, darling? So, well, the problem, the one thing about AI, though, is that it's copying all these artists. But if you think about the benefits of that. Right. Oh, like, yeah. Because like the benefits of not having to see them in the news every day, not having to deal with all their drama, not like and like not having to like because like, don't get me wrong. I like I love the weekend. Right. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I do. But. They're full of themselves. They're full. I don't really give a shit who he's dating this weekend. Like, I don't care. Like, and if they can just release good music so that I don't have to deal with any of that, that would be incredible. And Drake is a a hot, like, I love Drake, but he's a hot mess. Like, and like, honestly, I think they're just more worried that it's going to put, uh, uh, like they're um, they're they're protective of their business model. Well, that, but is. I but I think they're afraid it's going to put the paparazzi out of business, and it's going to put like because it, it it would be a downward spiral because right. a lot of people would lose their jobs and a lot of people would be out of business. But just think of how much more peaceful the whole world would be not having to to deal with all those yeah full to, full of themselves kind of dramatics yeah. and oh look at me I'm the weekend I you guys all have to suck and and worry about climate change while I fly around on my private plane all the time. You know what I mean? Like, right. it, like just think how much quieter the world would be. That's like a good it, point. I it would be that. wonderful because like, I, like I read through my Facebook there and I'm going through and for some reason I got on like people magazine and, and all this other stuff. And, and like the things you read, it's like, who cares? Like, who cares? Like so-and-so I went out to a restaurant and ate uh, lima beans this yeah, weekend. Like, like, or really? so-and-so says, who hasn't been, or was it Justine Bateman? So she hasn't been in the, the the limelight for like what thirty years, right? And all of a sudden, she's saying why she's never had work done on her face. Like, do you need that much Nobody attention? Cares. Nobody yeah. cares, right? But if we just had AI, that like that would eliminate <laughs> so much noise, and I would, and that would make me so happy. Because well, I am old enough to remember when I was in college, my sophomore year. My roommate says, hey, check this out. It wasn't Napster. It was Nutella, which came out before Napster. Soon after we got Napster, he's like, you can get any of the music you want. Do you guys remember when everybody said Napster was going to ruin the music industry? It doesn't. Guess what? It didn't. What did they do? They moved to streaming. The artists make money from touring. And now, guess what? Physical physical media is on its way up again. Mm -hmm. Records sold CDs this year, but for the first time in 15 years, CD sales increased as well. Now, that doesn't mean that everybody is benefiting from it. But what it does mean is that if you don't change with the times, you're going to end up dying, Kodak. Well, and the thing is, though, is that like in concerts. Right. Like I went to the Aerosmith concert, and that's pretty much the only one I've ever been to. Mm-hmm. And I can honestly, like I love Aerosmith. I sure. Do. I can't see why anybody pays to go to them because you're crowded in a small space. And then you always get stuck beside someone beside you that is drunk or stinks. Or, <laughs> yeah, you did get and, that this time. And then, or like, and like we had this drunken older guy who, like, was we were smacked up in the middle, and then he decided he had to go to the bathroom about fifteen times for the whole concert. So he's climbing over us. And then, when you stand up because you want to see something, you got people hollering behind you to sit down, and you're like, "We're at a concert, aren't we supposed to be standing up?" Right. right? And so, like. Sit down. You're in the way, young lady. So these artists throw these concerts, but people pay like thousands of dollars just to be like knocked over, kicked, sweated on, puked on. Like, and like what? So you can get a little bit of a glimpse of a millionaire dancing on stage who's probably not even really singing anyway. Right. That's right there. Robin says, yeah, singers haven't been any good since the autotune stuff. They used in the studio. I yeah. long for the days of butt ugly singers and beautiful songs. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and that's the thing. And like, and so like these people, like they just make money off their hype. Right. That's all right? it is. And that's what, and honestly, if AI could eliminate all that, that would be incredible. 
Haas says, yep, could you imagine Kodak going digital? They totally missed that opportunity. Mm -hmm. There's an incredible video if you want to dig into it. I watched it one time. Kodak, and this is what happens. It's the same as Blockbuster. They think that the gravy train is going to roll forever, right? And so they always double down on what they've always done. And that is the death knell for any business. Kodak, right as digital was rolling out, and they, they had some cameras and stuff, they decided that they were going to introduce a new type of film, that Kodak Advantex. So here's what they did. Instead of trying to build something, <laughs> instead of trying to build something they could, you know, grow with and go like, oh, well, what is the next thing to deal with when it comes to technology? Well, it's digital. Instead, they're like, hey, all of you guys that we already charge too much to develop our film, we're introducing a new type of film that everybody's going to love. Different, you, you can have three different crop sizes of pictures. Here's the deal. They told everybody in order to develop it, you need to buy brand new technology. So right as the industry shifting, going to something new, they double down on old technology, but make it new and force all their suppliers and manufacturers to switch. And that's why people dropped them. That's what expedited it. And uh, 30 day review says blockbusters coming back. Maybe. Unless I'm unless I miss something, the only one I know of is in Bend, Oregon, right now, the last one in the world. Is there a I I have my suspicions that we will see a bit of a resurgence in hard form media movie rental places because oh I'll have to check that out. Just check their website. Maybe they're up to something okay. then because somebody owns um, I forget who bought the rights to Blockbuster. I would love to see that. I think there's a nostalgia for it. You're, um, oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Just had another message there about um, Yozik asked if I made a list of the EDC kit that we did for the medical bag. We haven't finalized that yet. I will, once we get it finalized, I will get you a list on that. It's uh, That's been kind of spinning in the background for a bit, and that that's on me. So I will make sure I follow up with Chuck and we'll get the last of that done because I definitely want to have another EDC kit with me because we just, we did it. We did it great. And then all hell broke loose. No excuses, just was what it was, right? So, um, oh, that's cool. So 30 Day Reviews uh, says, it's just their logo and says, we're working on rewinding your movie. Okay. Uh, hey, listen, if they decide that, how crazy would that be if they did that? I, I used to love Blockbuster when I was a kid. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. uh, we talked the other night that Netflix is finally shutting down their uh, physical media shipping. They said they have around a million type of people, a million subscribers right at the moment. Maybe Blockbuster's taking over. Maybe. Or who knows what they're going to do. Yeah, it would be be interesting. I, I haven't watched that whole documentary, Haas says, the, the Blockbuster documentary on Netflix. But yeah. We never get that. I know we don't. We try, but Dish Network, that's right. Dish owns Blockbuster. So it'll be cool. I I mean, right now, cassette sales are up. CD sales are up. Vinyl exceeded CDs last year for the first time. Physical media has made a comeback. I think it's going to be a permanent niche. People are back into um, physical film developing, which is absolutely crazy. So I, I don't know. There is a need for it. Whether it sticks, it'll never be big like it was. But if you can service the niche in large population bases, I think it could work. What do you think, baby doll? Maybe. I don't know. It all depends. Like, there seems to be an uprise for, um, uh, like, uh, 80s and 90s nostalgia. So Absolutely. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure something will probably develop out of it. Yeah. I, ju I just, I couldn't imagine what. Like, I can't see a whole slew of people going out and all buying DVD players or anything like that. But I don't know. Maybe it'll be like, uh, uh, you know, like virtual downloads or. I don't know. I'm not sure. Because when it comes down to it, we can rent. And this is the thing. One of the things that the physical places could do was they could offer a wider selection of films because they didn't need to worry about the licensing per se. And you could get higher quality downloads. But most place like Amazon Prime, for instance, you can rent a ton of stuff on there that you can't stream. And we rent for $4.99 quite often. We're like, what movie do you want to watch, hon? We'll search for it. It'll come up in Amazon Prime, even though you can't stream it anywhere, but you can rent it for $4.99 for 48 hours. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Maybe they're going to go like virtual. Mm. And it could be. Yeah. yeah. 
And uh, yeah, so uh, Garden Girl says, I always love developing my own film and pictures. Digital is nice, but not the same. Yes, that is true. Because um, now I only did a little bit. Did you ever do developing a film? Mm -hmm. it, but I find with the, the problem with developing film and what which is really frustrating because then you're stuck with all these pictures and and if you don't and if you don't want 100 photo albums around your house then they all go into a, a shoebox yeah or a, a, and of course our the three older kids um we didn't have cell phones right and all we had were like when they were younger it was just like the film cameras mm -hmm. And then, so like we printed off all the pictures and it, and it costs a lot of money to print those. Yep. And now they're all in like this little Rubbermaid tote and, you know, the older kids ask me, well, how come you don't have any pictures of us, mom? And, you know, like, I'm like, oh, I, I have, and I show them the tote, but you have to, but like with the, when the twins were born, everything was on cell phone. So now I have access to albums and pictures and everything that are all digital and at, at my convenience. Right. So like I, and I don't want hundreds of photo albums around my house and because they get old and the pictures get ruined and they you know and my i remember my mom years and years ago she had i don't i couldn't tell you how many photo albums she had and she had them stored in the basement and she had a flood and Aww. you know and then they and like then those pictures are gone forever right so it it kind of makes it hard when they're not digital and and like yeah they're beautiful pictures but what happens when they get destroyed then they're gone right I guess if you, yeah. if you want the hard copies, keep them and then scan them too, right? But, but then, yeah, you know. but then where do you put the, you know, but it's just. The problem I found is that we have a ton of digital photos that are in the ether somewhere. You know yeah. what I mean? Like we've gone computer to computer to computer. I've moved them around, but to even find them, to organize them, to look at them is we've never done it. You know, but I will say that about once every five years, we haul out them boxes from downstairs and look through old pictures. Well, I yeah, but I have albums on my Facebook. I've got yeah, I, I've got thousands of pictures on my Facebook, and I have them I backed up to my Facebook. cloud. And but they um, but they're easy to access. Yeah, and yeah. I love that's what I love about. Um, I mean, that is really the only thing I love about Facebook is every morning I I go in and I'm like, what are my memories today? Yeah. The problem is I don't post shit there, so I'm not going to have any new memories, but. You tag me and stuff, so I appreciate yeah. that. And, and that sucks, too, because all our memories are of the twins. Right. Like, the three older kids, I don't have any digital pictures of them unless I've actually physically taken a picture of right. their other picture to upload it. And that... Because we've been... Like... Let me see. Facebook, 16 years on Facebook. Yeah. So that puts Gracie at, like, six, Livy at eight, and Mac at yeah, ten. Yeah, and I, and I have digital pictures of them at that age. Right. But not a lot. No. Because I didn't have I didn't have an iPhone. Right. Right. So you know, because yeah, even the earliest pictures of you and I together were film pictures. They were but didn't didn't take too long till digital came out. Yeah. <laughs> but a garden girl says I had my own dark room, which made it easy, excuse me, to pick and choose. And I, I love that. I was in the photo club in high school, and my mom and dad had a friend who was a, a military photographer. And a couple of times he took me to his place and taught me how to develop black and white film. And of course, he was the dude, so this is the way it worked, and you guys probably know this, but at the end of every year, if they didn't use all the materials, they wouldn't get as much for their budget the next year. So he had deep freezes full of photography supplies that he would bring home with himself because they didn't want to have to, they had to get rid of them, you know, the military, right? So, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. I can't wait to see where this, I mean, you cannot put this genie back in the, the lamp. You can't put yeah. it back in the box. There's no way it's out there. It's going to be a thing. It's going to get better because every time it's used. Now, here's the thing. Universal could have just ignored it and been like, yeah, it's not ours, but whatever. But instead. Nah, they, they it's because Drake and The Weeknd were butthurt about it. Sure. But here's the deal. Yeah. They ban it. So now what did I do? I went and looked for it online and found it. Mm -hmm. It wasn't that great of a song, but because they banned it, I had to go listen to it. And then I listened to it and I'm like, yeah, whatever. But I probably wouldn't have if they hadn't banned it. You know, it's like yeah, whatever. Yeah, but but though I think out of a lot of the singers, those two are probably the whiniest. Yeah. So they were obviously butthurt. Sure, about they were. It. And Especially they, Drake. Oh yeah, Drake's whiny. Mm -hmm. So he, yeah, and I don't think he's released a song for a while. No. So he, yeah, like he was probably biffed about it. So yeah. that's what happened. He it was probably his representatives that pushed it. So. Well, Mrs. Cook, we've been just over an hour. I'm going to yeah. practice my presentation this evening. 
So I've been uh, putting some work into my presentation. I cannot wait to deliver it at LFTN. So tomorrow morning, after uh, meet up with John, we're going to head on the highway. Yep. We're heading heading east, young lady, and we're going to go to uh, well the, the land of Waffle House, right? Gordonsville. Gordonsville. Yep. Uh, we're going to be so. Let me see. Is it Friday? I'm doing my first presentation. Yeah. Friday, I'm doing my presentation on murdering the um, murdering the mindset, the poverty mindset, or killing it, or getting rid of it, whatever. And then on Saturday, I'm doing a, a three-person roundtable discussion with Sean Mills and uh, Joel Riles, and we're going to be talking about entrepreneurship and building a business. So, yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, and uh, you should have anybody oh. send you their. Uh, name if they want to go on the list for September. Yes, yeah. right. Start yeah, letting me know if you guys are going to want to come because we need to figure out uh, food and drinks, food, drinks, and parking. We'll yeah. make parking work. We'll, we'll get it all in there. But yeah, let me know if you're interested because we're going to do it. Uh, we got lots of big announcements coming up right away. The first episode that I am back in our house as the you know as the workshop in my command center is going to be episode 300. When I'm home. We're going to do episode 300 and we're going to have a few really big, cool announcements. So I'm excited about that. So it'll be good. We don't exactly know what day it's going to be, though, because we've decided mm -hmm. we're going to meander the countryside for a couple extra days, aren't we? Maybe. In well, theory. In okay, 50-50. It all depends on weather Yeah. and um, it was weather and how tired we are. Yeah, and how old we are. And yeah. how old we are. We do yeah. have renovations to finish when we get back on the rental. So yeah, we have yeah, we got to get that done. But um, you know, I think it was all just I think we based it mainly on weather. Yeah. Like if the good. weather's gonna be crappy, then we're probably not gonna stick around much longer, Right now so. it's given rain on Thursday at Nicole's and then looks good Friday and Saturday. So we'll see. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Everybody out there, you know, positive vibes that we don't get any rain at Nicole's. It would be great if we don't, but if yeah. we do, we'll, we'll handle it. Yeah, we got rain yeah. boots. We got rain boots. We're prepared. So <laughs> yeah. right on. So guys, we appreciate you. Thanks for dropping by. We love doing these on the road live streams. And as always, stay happy, stay healthy, and have a great week.